0: Hello, and welcome back to the Q's Conversations podcast. I'm John Bacchasino, Senior Internal Communications Specialist at Syracuse University.
1: First thing I noticed, and this was from the first, very first meeting I had with the student-athletes, the, the returners who were remaining on the, on the roster, is they were completely open to this process. They were excited, and they wanted to succeed. And they were welcoming me and, and the approach we had, and they were completely, completely bought in from the first moment. And that has carried, I mean, throughout this whole process. We have a group of players who are uh, willing to work hard, who are willing to make sacrifices, uh, who are completely 100% bought into what we want to do and who are uh, uh, hungry for success.
0: The start of the fall sports season is right around the corner. And this year, for the first time in more than a decade, the Syracuse University Women's Volleyball program will have a new head coach leading the Orange. Earlier this summer, Bakir Ganesharatnam was hired as the seventh women's volleyball coach in school history, and he brings quite the resume to Syracuse. Bakir spent the previous 11 seasons as the head coach at Temple University, winning 173 matches and posting four 20-win seasons. During his final season with the Owls, Bakir was named the 2020-2021 American Volleyball Coaches Association's North Region Coach of the Year, and also was named the American Athletic Conference's Co-Coach of the Year for guiding Temple into the AAC Tournament Championship. Bakir, it's an impressive resume. We're happy to have you on the program and happier to have you on campus. Welcome to Syracuse University.
1: Yeah, yeah. Thank you for having me. Uh, it's It's been busy, but very exciting at the same time, too.
0: How have you been adjusting to life as the new uh, women's volleyball coach here at Syracuse?
1: I have to say, every, everybody has been very welcoming, and everybody wants to help and, 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 and make sure we succeed. So it's been, it's been really, really good so far.
0: I mentioned during the introduction that not many people have had the honor of coaching this program. You're just the seventh person to take over as the Orange women's volleyball head coach. Why did you want to become a part of that history here at Syracuse?
1: Yeah, first of all, the, the university itself, it's, I mean, it's a big, big grant. It's a great academic institution. Uh, it has a beautiful campus. And on top of that, the athletics department, I mean, it's, everybody knows Syracuse athletics, you know, uh, the history of the program. On top of that, you have the uh, conference, you know, the ACC is one of the top rated conferences in athletics, but especially in the sport of volleyball. So you combine all of that is that, it's the whole package. And you're absolutely right. Uh, being only the seventh head coach of the program, I mean, that speaks for itself. Uh, it shows you that um, a lot of coaches who are in charge of this program, you know, stay here and, and want to build a legacy.
0: What were your thoughts uh, during the interview process and before you took over, uh, were named the head coach? Just how good of a position was this for a coach like yourself who was looking for that next challenge?
1: Yeah, I I mean, for me, it was all about potential. You know, Um, uh, I feel like uh, if you do this and uh, as a competitor, you want to compete at the highest level, and uh, this position, this institution allows allows me to do that. Uh, Throughout the process, one of the things I really found out very fast was uh, everybody was really uh, hungry to take the next step, Uh, and uh, everybody involved in the process. We're committed to making this program successful. And that was one of the biggest things for me to, to take on this position because it, it takes multiple people in order to make this position, uh, this program successful and to get it to that level where we want it to be.
0: And how would you describe your coaching style? Like what makes you the volleyball coach that you are?
1: Yeah, I think throughout the years, um, I, I kind of picked up uh, different things from coaches I worked for and, and coaches I worked with, but also I was able to experience some really high-level coaches throughout my playing career, and I was able to pick up some of the good things uh, I thought they did and uh, maybe avoid some of the things that uh, I didn't want to see you know, as, as a player. Uh, so when you combine all that, uh, it came up with uh, a style that kind of fits my personality and uh, where I felt like I got the best results from my student-athletes as well. In general, I'm, I'm more somebody, I'm, I'm more on the analytic side. Uh, I, I try to explain my students why we do certain things and what the expectations are and how we can achieve uh, uh, those goals. Um, so I'm not somebody who's going to just force somebody to do something. Uh, I want them to do it because they uh, bought in and they understand why we're doing it. Uh, I just felt like uh, when you do that, you have a better result and especially long-term, you have a better result.
0: How exactly do you go about incorporating analytics into the volleyball program?
1: Yeah, I I think, I mean, it's a very technical game. It's like, if you ever played golf you know how frustrating golf is you know it's uh, it's i mean i i'm I'm not a very good golf player but i compete and uh, it's very frustrating because it's such a technical sport and i think volleyball has a lot in common with with golf. it's a very technical sport so whenever technical aspects are um, there i think you have to incorporate data you know and you have to uh, break it down to the bare minimum and uh, find out what the best percentage are in certain situations, and then you have to combine that with skill set. Uh, you have to be able to do, uh, perform a, a certain task at a pretty high level in order to get the best outcome or the highest percentage of the outcome. So that's kind of what we try to do. Uh, we try to uh, combine data and analytics with. Um, uh, teaching uh, basic and, and solid uh, technical skill set.
0: And I know that you only took over the job in June, so it's not like you've had a long time to make your mark. But how have you found your student-athletes? How receptive have they been, and how quickly are they picking up what you're trying to teach them?
1: I took the job on June 27th, I think. Um, it's been like a little bit over six weeks, but it feels like five, six years, you know, to, <laughs> just because of the amount of uh, uh, events that occurred, but also the amount of uh, things we have uh, accomplished in this small period of time. Well, the first thing I noticed, and this was from the first, very first meeting I had with the student athletes, the, the returners who were remaining on the, on the roster, is they were completely open to this process. You know, They were excited and they wanted to succeed. And they were welcoming me, and, and the approach we had, and they were completely, completely bought in from the first moment, very open, and that has carried, I mean, throughout this whole process. We have a group of players who are uh, willing to work hard, who are willing to make sacrifices, you know, who are completely hundred percent bought into what we want to do, and who are uh, uh, hungry for success. You know, so. Um it, it, if you combine all that it's it's it makes our job much much easier and more enjoyable so I'm I'm very thankful for that.
0: We love our venues for athletics here on campus. There's so many memorable places where students go to watch their their classmates play their different games and and strive for victory. And the women's building I think is one of the real hidden gems and we need to make it not be a hidden gem because it's such a cool unique venue for volleyball. I agree. What do you th- Think is going to be such a, a fun part of the atmosphere when people come out to watch one of the twelve regular season home games that your team's going to play this year.
1: Yeah, I agree. I mean, uh, I'm 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 really uh, uh, about history and, and culture and 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 longevity. And the women's building, I agree. I think it's a really cool place to play uh, volleyball. Uh, now uh, we might need to make some small adjustments and small upgrades in order to make it even a uh, more enjo- enjoyable venue for our fans. But for us, we want to get as many people in the gym, create an um, atmosphere where it's not just going through the match. It's, it's a whole event. You know. We want to create events that leads up to the match and then uh, maybe even uh, 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 present a platform other- for other students to uh, perform during the second and third set uh, and then combine it with uh, something we do after the after the match, maybe autograph sessions uh, where we involve uh, some of the fans even after the match. I think it's a great venue because you pack that place with uh, 800 900,000 people, it, it's it's a very, very hard place to to compete in, if you're an opposing team. Um, and it's going to create a really exciting environment. So... I'm very excited to compete there. I competed with my former teams in the women's building, so I know how hard it is. Uh, <laughs> so I'm, I'm glad I'm on the other side, but I, I think it's a great uh, environment already, but we can make it even better, you know, moving
0: forward. The home opener for Syracuse is the Syracuse Tournament, when Army, Hofstra, and Yale will come to the women's building September eighth, 9th, and tenth. And again, admissions all women's volleyball matches is free. But Kiri, you can't be free for that type of entertainment, right?
1: No, I mean uh, it's it's free because we want to make sure we reach as many people as we can, you know, and uh, we want to <laughs> we want to make sure everybody uh, has the opportunity to to see um these incredible athletes compete at the highest level uh in this country and, and we, we have some incredible uh, athletes on our team but also incredible athletes on opposing teams that will be competing against us. So yeah absolutely we can we can use anybody that is interested in the sports of volleyball to come and check us out. But even people who have no idea about the sport of volleyball, I urge you and and and, and you know please come. Watch it, uh, support us. You don't have to know all the rules. I will promise you, you will get hooked and you will come back because it's such an exciting sports to watch.
0: Now, I know every coach would love to get you know, three people up front who are six foot seven, who can bring the hammer with some fascinating and fantastic blocks and kills. You love your acrobatic serves and your great setters to really get the offense running for Syracuse. But how would you describe what you think our team is going to be all about? What our philosophies might be? What kind of style of volleyball are we going to play this year?
1: Yeah, uh, we're going to be very feisty. We're going to, we're going to base it on first touches. We're going to serve very aggressively We're going to try to control the ball on first touches on our side on service and defense. And then we want to uh, run a very diverse and sophisticated offense, you know. So the basic, basic uh, uh, formula is uh, um, control. If we can control the ball on our side as much as we want, um, then we can control the likelihood of the outcome of the side out and, and therefore the match, you know. But we're going to be feisty we're going to be gritty. We're going to play some hard defense. We're not going to let any balls hit the ground. We're going to pursue balls, and we're going to be competing together as a team, uh, as a whole. So um, that's, going to be, uh, that's going to be our trademark.
0: And what are your expectations for the team this year?
1: Well, I, I mean, I feel like there are so many expectations out there for this team, you know? Uh, from the outside, for us, uh, we we want to make sure we form these individual players into a team, and then compete at the highest level we can possibly compete. I feel like whenever you go and 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 play another team, it's very simple. You want to beat the other team, and th- that's that's the goal for us. Every every match we have on the on the schedule, we wanna we want to try to win, you know, and we're gonna put ourselves in the best position in order to achieve that. Uh, Now, I can't predict the outcome, but uh, we will certainly, certainly do the best we can. And we will compete hard in order to get that W for Syracuse.
0: It's a loaded schedule. There's nine teams that appeared in the NCAA tournament last year, three in the ACC that played in the Elite Eight alone. Uh, Great competition. Again, you'll see some fantastic volleyball going out to the women's building. And I want to highlight uh, one of your, your, you have six returners who are coming back, including a talented outside hitter, Polina Sheminova, uh, who was an all-region pick last year. That's got to be nice to know you've got someone coming back who can really adapt to your system and put the plays in place that you want to run. How great is it knowing that you've got talented returners like Polina and her other classmates who are going to come back and try to give us the upper hand?
1: Uh, It's huge. I mean, Polina is arguably one of the best outside hitters in our conference and, and and you're absolutely right our conference is completely completely loaded right with top teams that compete at the highest level and she can uh, play for any of those teams so i am uh, i feel like i hit the jackpot when uh, <laughs> uh when she decided to stay and uh, be a part of this and uh, it's not just from a volvo standpoint she is really important for the program and for the for the group here from a leadership standpoint you know and she was one of the very first who was uh, expressing herself and making sure she's bought into what we want to do, you know, and she made sure everybody knew that around her. So therefore the team could kind of build on that. Um, so I'm, I'm very excited. I'm very, I feel very uh, fortunate to be able to work with her. I wish it would be just, uh, The only wish I had is uh, it would be more than just one year, you know, but unfortunately (laughs) she exhausted her eligibility after this season, Uh, but we're very happy that she's here. She's going to be huge for our program and we want to do everything we can to make sure not just her, but all, all three seniors have a great season, you know? Um, So we're also doing this for them, but also for the program and for everybody else as well.
0: It's really a fascinating study, sports at the college level. You're bringing in returners and new student athletes. How do you try to go about building and developing that positive culture when you have some women who have played together and then others who are new to the scene? How do you build that program up?
1: Yeah, it's it's a, it's a very unique situation. And um, it's also a very interesting situation, right? You're absolutely right. Because we have all different players from all different um, types of background, you know, and level. And, and, you know, then you have the six returners who are a pretty tight group. Uh, but again, uh, I, I think the, the openness, um, of the six returners really allowed us to incorporate the, the new players, you know, but we also made sure, uh, we came up with a structured plan that incorporated some, some rules and regulations um, that uh, allowed everybody to get on the same page pretty fast, you know, throughout this process. Um, and then we have to identify uh, expectations, you know, for ourselves uh, as a group and individually as well. And then come up with a plan uh, for everybody to achieve those expectations. And then you have to keep people accountable, you know. Um, so when you combine all that, you can come up with a a plan that works uh, throughout this process in order to get everybody on the same page, everybody coming together and working together towards this common goal.
0: And it's not just that common goal on the court. Your teams have a reputation for succeeding in the classroom, being multiple all-academic honorees during the time you've coached at Temple and your other stops in your collegiate career. How do you go about making sure that your student-athletes do succeed when it comes to the books and not just being great student-athletes on the court?
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, I had opportunities to coach professional teams in Europe, and I choose not to just because I like this setup. You know, I think uh, the setup we have in this country where you can compete at a really, really high level academically and athletically is very unique in the world, you know? And um, we want to make sure... All our student athletes excel, not just on the court and achieve those goals, uh, but also have the opportunity to uh, pursue uh, their goals and their dreams academically as well. And whatever the university might be able to offer, you know, (laughs) I think uh, I think being at a university campus, it's it's, it's a it's a great setup. You have great opportunities beyond just the athletics. And it would be foolish of me not to allow my student athletes um, to explore and, and, and follow those opportunities. So we do everything we can to making sure we present those uh, opportunities to them, but also working on plans and, and, and ways for them to uh, achieving those opportunities and, and allowing them to do those things. You know, I don't think you have to pick and choose if you want to do one or the other. I think you can do both at a very high level.
0: I know you've only been on the job for six weeks or so, but in that brief tenure, what are some of those great resources that our student athletes have access to that will allow them to succeed when it comes to academic pursuits?
1: Oh, I, I think we have a great setup. I mean, first of all, the communication between the university and the athletics department via the academic advisors is, is great. You know, they're working hand in hand together, which really allows us to. Um, uh, uh, provide a, the best service we can possibly do. You know, um, the academic advisors on campus kind of have the uh, uh, first say and then our academic advisor follows up and and make sure they're on track to achieving their goals uh, uh, combined with being a student athlete. And then we have resources within the department here. We have uh, tutors, we have learning specialists, uh, we have uh Uh, specialists who will help them out from a mental standpoint Um, so I I think the resources are great Uh, it's almost I feel like it's almost harder to fail than succeeding you
0: know (laughs) that's a good position to be in (laughs) yeah yeah absolutely
1: you know absolutely so uh, I'm very happy with the resources we have and uh, obviously we're going to keep building it and we want to make sure we incorporate student athletes, get their feedback throughout this process and, and do what we can do in order to make it better.
0: When, uh, when your hiring was announced, our athletic director, John Wildhack, praised your recruiting skills as one of the biggest factors for why you were hired. What is your philosophy when it comes to recruiting? And what are some of the biggest reasons you think a student athlete should come to Syracuse?
1: Yeah, I mean, throughout, throughout my career, I never thought there was a bad place to recruit to. You know, I think you just have to identify the the, the prospects who want to, Who are exa- exactly looking forward to the institution you're representing. I think uh, what I learned is you have to be honest and you have to be truthful to yourself and to your institution. Uh, sometimes people say, "Well, we have to sell this institution and we have to sell this place." I don't believe in it. You know, I feel like you have to present yourself, highlight your advantages, but still point out some of the negatives, you know, so that way the students can make an informed decision. Uh, We want them to come here, um, not because we tricked them into coming to Syracuse, not that you have to do that, but we want them to come here because they're they're full-heartedly bought into this. This is the place they want, and this is their first choice. You know, we want people who want to be here and uh, want to be part of what we want to do. Uh, That being said, uh, for us, two things are important. One, we want to recruit the best possible volleyball players that are out there. So obviously there are target areas within the country where there's better volleyball than others. But in general, we want to identify and recruit the best possible volleyball players that we can possibly get to come to Syracuse University. But we also want to make sure we recruit the best characters that fit our team culture, that uh, share our values, that sure the importance of our academics um, in order for us to be succeeding as a whole as a program. And everything we do is based on longevity. Uh, we don't want the quick fix. We want to make sure we build a, a strong foundation, a culture that can be successful for multiple, multiple years and possibly decades. You know, so that's kind of our philosophy. Uh, but we, we're not shy, uh, we're not shying away from the top recruits. We're going after the best kids in the country and in the world um, and trying to inform them about uh, uh, Syracuse University so they can make a decision and come here because they want to be here.
0: You mentioned during your coaching journey that you were fortunate enough to work with and get advice from some really talented and knowledgeable coaches, What are some of the biggest lessons that you have learned during your previous coaching stops that you think will serve our program well here at Syracuse?
1: Yeah, so one of the things I learned really fast throughout my career is that being in the gym and training is actually the smallest aspect of coaching, you know, being a head coach. Uh, There's a lot that goes into uh, from an administrative standpoint uh, that is necessary to be successful as a program or as a head coach. So those are some of the areas I had to learn and and, and kind of get better at. The other thing I learned is really early on is we're here to provide a service to our student athletes. You know, we're here to help them and guide them throughout this process. It's not about the coaches. It's not about me as a head coach. It's all about the student athletes and their experience and their success. The main thing for us is we wanna make sure they graduate with a really good degree Uh, with a major they like, and that they can be successful after uh, this, they can be succeeding in life afterwards. Um, So those are some of the things I learned early on, um, which really allowed me to put the focus on the student athlete.
0: I love hearing that student athlete centric approach, benefiting them again, both on the court and in the classroom. And if people need to wonder about your background, Bakir, you walk the walk and you talk the talk. You were a very talented club level player. You were a collegiate star for Queens College before getting into the coaching game uh, with volleyball. How did you get started in volleyball? What was that seminal moment that hooked you on the sport?
1: Well, first of all, I wouldn't say I was, I was a star as a player. I, I was very fortunate to have star teammates on my team.
0: <laughs> You're very uh,
1: humble. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was the best role player, I think. Uh, I, had, I was very fortunate to be on some very successful teams and very, very uh, humble to be a part of that. Um, for, for me, uh, so this is how everything started. I grew up in Germany. I, I was born in Sri Lanka, but we emigrated to Germany. When I was five and in Germany the system is is a little different so we have physical education classes in school and we have pro teams pro programs that kind of come out to those classes and identify prospects early on and get them into the feeder system so that's what happened with me Uh, there were recruiters that came to uh, physical education classes identified me as a a future uh, prospect and then I was uh, put into the club youth system uh, that would train me and uh, eventually allow me to play for the first team, which was the professional team of that club. And uh, that's kind of how I got started. Uh, but growing up, we, my brother and I played pretty much anything we can think of. Uh, we, we, <laughs> I mean, we played basketball, soccer, track and field, um, table tennis, uh, anything you can compete, we were in it, you know, but eventually we stuck with uh, basketball and volleyball, I stuck with volleyball and he, he stuck with basketball. And uh, that's how kind of our career went. I always say he made the right decision from a financial standpoint. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, the finances aside, uh, what was it about the sport of volleyball that really, you know, once you're in that feeder system and you're, and you're playing, like what did, what did you love about the sport so much?
1: Oh, I loved everything about it. I, I think, uh, I think it's, a, it's, a, it's a true team sport, right? If you play soccer or even basketball, You can like overpower another team if you have one or two star player who's like much better than the others. But in volleyball, because everybody touches the ball. I mean, you got to touch it. I mean, you don't have to, but if you want to have a good chance to putting a high percentage ball for the side out, you usually have three people touching the ball. So that's half the team, right? So uh, I think you're so depending on, on your teammates. Because of that, it's a true team sport. So uh, you can beat teams that are more talented if you have a better team per se, you know, a team as a collective. Um, so that's, that's kind of what was intriguing to me from, from the early age on. And plus, uh, like some of my former teammates growing up were my best friends, you know, and maybe that's an, another testament to the sport. It creates such close relationships because you're so depending on your teammates.
0: He is Bakir Ganesharatnam. He is the new head coach of the Syracuse University Women's Head Volleyball Program. And the Orange kick off the season Friday at the Charlotte Invitational. The Orange's first home matches are September 8th and 9th during the Syracuse tournament. Bakir, it's been a pleasure having you on the podcast. Thank you so much and welcome to Syracuse.
1: John, the pleasure is on me. Uh, thank you for having me. Uh, I'm really excited to be a part of this university and this athletics department.
0: Thanks for checking out the latest installment of the Cuse Conversations podcast. My name is John Boccasino signing off for the Cuse Conversations podcast.